Hello, and welcome to Type 2 Take 2, your diabetes and health-centered podcast. I'm Danielle Vallette, your ketogenic integrative health practitioner. You may know me best as the diabetic who reversed her diabetes through eating a ketogenic lifestyle and then went on to help others to do the same, as well as lose 30 pounds, 20 pounds, adjust their blood sugar levels. Yeah, we did that. Well, here on the show, we are doing our best to stick our noses where they don't belong so that way we can get to the answer of why our health is so confusing and then get it cleaned up and move on. (laughs) If that is something that you are interested in, then you are in the right place as we dig deeper We pull back the layers of the onion and we get to the real reason of why, as opposed to throwing medication on it. Thank you so much for joining me here at Type 2 Take 2 and kick back, relax, and join the ride. Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome to Type 2 Take 2, your diabetes and health-centered podcast. I am here with two guests today. I have Olivia and Renee. They will be listening, adding in, and jumping in when they come on. Why? Because uh, they asked to. So, when it comes to the health segment, you're just going to have to be surprised as we discover what is exciting, what is great for our health, and really, what does ketogenics really say about carbohydrates? Stay tuned. All right, and as you remember, I did change the format, but let me go ahead first, let my guests say hello so it doesn't sound like they're just coming in at the end of the podcast. Hello! And who are you? I am Alidia. Oh my word. This I do apologize. I know you all are used to a professional podcast, but we have family in the house. Hello, I'm Ren. I'm just teasing you guys. Welcome to the podcast. If you don't remember, anytime the family is on the podcast, things do get a little bit more looser. We do loosen up the ties a little bit. We kick our shoes off. We relax. And we try not to breathe in deeply because if the shoes are off, then somebody's feet stink. So, so now that we've got that going, I will bring you all to the Did You Know? Okay, and now for the did you know. Did you know that one person's carbohydrate tolerance could be another person's poison? What? What? Right. Carbohydrates being poison, is that possible? Possible. Really? Yeah, it is. And we'll get more into that with the health segment. But there's some food for thought. Not carbohydrates. At Envision Health Integrative Nutrition and Wellness, we believe that pursuing health does not have to be a rich man's sport and you do not have to be a scientist to know how to work to get your health back in order. And with that in mind, we offer you protocols. We give you bio-individualized plans to help you get yourself back to health and wellness so that way you can enjoy the life that you wanna have. There's nothing better than having a quality life. Life is short and sweet but it doesn't mean that it has to lack quality and with that we offer you tips bite-sized pieces to help you figure out what's going to be best for you that includes diet exercise stress toxin removal rest rest emotional balance dietary supplements and so much more and yeah 
we teach you how to have a great time too. If that's something you're interested in, please don't hesitate to get a hold of us. Contact us. Our link is down below, or you can go to ihinwacoach.com and click on the form to get started. And now for some chit chat. I guess we can chit chat about the fact that Olivia and Renee are here. How exciting is that, right? Yes. <laughs> it's always nice to have them here, even though sometimes I tell them that they can't come to the party. They're always nice to have them here. We live here. <laughs> but they're always welcome. But sometimes there are topics that I want to speak about that usually requires a lot more studying. And I'm not very nice when they don't know the right answer. Is that about true? True. But yeah. They're not. <laughs> yeah. It's not that I'm a, I'm a mean teacher. It's just that when there's silliness at, at play, when I'm... When, right. The the point doesn't get uh, brought across. And then for me, that's unfortunate because then I don't get to help you all with what I'm trying to do. So I'm very excited to have them here. Lydia, why don't you go ahead and reintroduce yourself, not just your name, but um, what's going on with you. And um, for example, I know it's evening, but you're on spring vacation, right? Yes. And you actually just came back from uh, traveling, didn't you? Yeah, just came back. Uh, we went on a like a kind of like a road trip from um, Gelderlands, that's the province that I'm I'm in right now, to Limburg, and then we went and we stayed in as in uh, what did we stay in Maastricht, and then we went from Maastricht to Aachen in Germany. Uh, and then we went back to uh, Maastricht. That's a lot of hard names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we just had a ball. It was really, really fun. We went to art museums. We went to, uh, what, was, what did we go? <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I forgot, All the great but places. we had a lot of fun. <laughs> cool. Yeah, the Drielande, that's the highest point in the Netherlands because it's like a completely flat land. Netherlands under the water so it was quite low but um in uh in uh, Drielande that's the highest point and I forgot how many meters but very very high so that was cool that's awesome that's very awesome and Renee how about you reintroduce yourself well, I'm, I'm uh, Ren, so I'm the husband and uh, I'm currently not working because um I got all kinds of things going on but we're working on his health. But we're working on it, and I'm, 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 I'm progressing. Yeah, I'm doing good. I was actually going to ask you about Schiphol. Oh, Schiphol! Tell me what you want to know about Schiphol. Well, did you hear about Schiphol? Uh, I did not hear about Schiphol. I heard about Schiphol, but well, I mean, did you hear about the overflooding of people trying to get out for a vacation? That's usually uh, every year. It's the same. Is it? As soon as there's like a vacation or whatever, they all like jump on it, jump on, it. especially now because of this. Uh, can I mention it, COVID? Coronavirus. I mean, even if you do, and if I get blocked, I'm not big enough to be blocked, so well, nobody. Uh, well, I think especially if there are people, uh, uh, people, if people leave, they tend to leave as soon as someone's gone or vacation starts or whatever. And Schiphol is a is a um airport. An airport. Schiphol is a very yeah, it's a very big because the one from Lelystad was shut down, correct? Mm, they're gonna open it, but they. They're just in doubt whether right? it's going to have international flights. Okay. Like pretty far, only stick to Europe, which is, which is international too, of course. But... Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I was I mentioned it because um, in the newspapers there have been li- there are lines going out the doors and and just to get just to get a flight you know for everyone to be able to get out and enjoy their vacation because here it is um, spring vacation so everybody's trying to get their fun on while they can so I think you guys that is the chit chat. Okay, and we have a lovely update from Equa.life. Equa.life is where you can go to order your vitamins and your minerals and your protocols to get yourself back to balance for your health. So, Equa.life is offering up and has finally started an app. It's called the IUBOAN app. If you go to my website, you can actually click on become a member at the IUBOAN program. And all you would need to do is subscribe for a certain amount of whatever you're going to do monthly up to um, at the least $79. And then you are automatically in to receive this app. And with this app, what you are able to do is not only get meal plans, uh, get uh, coaching, you can, you're going to get free lab tests. I mean, for me, that's the most important, the free lab tests, free lab tests. Get your free lab test by subscribing to the IU Bowen program through Equa.life. The link will be down below in the show notes, so just get that started. Now, update number two from Type 2 Take 2. It is episode 50! Yes! Yes, guys, episode 50. I'm sorry if I hurt your ears. I'm sorry if we hurt your ears, but that's exciting. A lot of of people who start podcasts, they don't get past episode number 10. And, you know, without encouragement, it's kind of hard to go further, especially if you're not hearing from people. But we, though we don't hear from you all, hello, cricket, cricket, um, we still continue forth because we know that the health of the people is more important than our egos and feeling like you hear us and you are with us as a community. (laughs) Oh my goodness, community. It'd be nice if you all could join the community. Update, really, honestly, in support of the community, you could always join the Facebook group just by signing up, going on to the website, ehinwacoach.com, E-H-I-N-W, coach.com, and click on uh, become a foundations member, and there you go. All you have to do is you plug in your email, <laughs> plug in the email, and then that's all you have to do, and then you be part of the group. In that group, you will have the opportunity to learn firsthand from me how to get your health back in action and free, because that's where it would be. Um, so there's that. Episode number 50 is bringing you the Foundations Membership Program, which is free. And you know how I feel about free. I like it because it's free, free. you know, and feel good. <laughs> and so I just want to throw that out there. Episode 50, you guys. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Type 2 Take 2. Looking for some low-carb inspiration? Trying to figure out how you can make your diet work for you? Well, check us out at theluckystove.com, 
where you can find plenty of recipes that may tickle your fancy and your taste buds. Also, be sure to email us at type2diabetes-take2 at gmail.com. The link, will, the link will be down below. So that way you can let us know your story. Let us know if you are interested in being interviewed or if you just want to give a little uh, description of what has happened in your diabetic and or hormonally changed because of food life. We are here for you and so are the listeners. We'd love to hear from you. So please type 2 diabetes take 2 at gmail.com. And again, the website for low-carb recipe inspiration is theluckystove.com. Also, feel free to uh, wave or share this podcast and or tag us on Instagram at type2take2. Let us know you're listening. All right, on to the show. Hello, everyone. I am here to bring you the setbacks. Yes. Okay. So, a little anecdote. Uh, During my vacation, during spring break, we went shopping. And we went to a few clothing stores. And I came to a large disappointment that nothing fit. And I was just so, like, not really, like, sad, but more embarrassed. And it was like the, like the bottoms, you know, like shirts, they fit me just fine. I mean, whatever, but like bottoms, none of them fit. And I'm not used to wearing like pants or anything. I always wear skirts. So I didn't know anything, but anyway, back to the the point. Um, I was really, uh, like really embarrassed and sad, uh, for myself. And I was just like, oh, I came to the realization of what I was doing. Like I ate a whole bunch of crap. Like I eat a whole bunch of crap all the time. And I was just like, oh, man, now it's I, I finally see it. So um, I guess my setback was um, seeing what I did. <laughs> I don't know. But um, the thing, the positive thing about that was that I realized it and I didn't let it ruin my day. But I also um, using it to eat better and think about what I'm doing before I do it. Yeah, because consequences. <laughs> There we go. To the point. (laughs) I thought you were looking for. So motivation and encouragement. That's what it's about, right? I believe that um, the motivation, the best motivation or encouragement I can give is just stay positive, man. People are all, I mean, I don't, I don't want to be in the night. I go, I don't want to be negative about it, but (laughs) there's so much negativity around you right nowadays. All you hear is complaints about, the pandemic and uh, this is not good and and uh, everything around you was happening now is, is negative it's bad because the uh, what's it called the the pharmaceutical facilities they're making money of it I don't, I don't you know I mean I don't know it's just like everybody's negative nowadays and I believe that if you're here comes my motivation for real now <laughs> yeah I've been beating around the bush a bit long I had to make it till a minute um <laughs> Just be positive. I believe when you're positive and you're happy about life and you think positive about yourself, positive things will come back to you. Because if you think negative, you're definitely going to have negative things, thoughts or feelings. And even feel worse. So I think very positive. That was my encouragement. All right, guys. Now we're talking health. And I have help from my two family members. And funny enough, they have both utilized 
the ketogenic diet at some point to help with health, weight loss, or just, you know, for to help support me as I went on my ketogenic diet. And so now we are going to talk about the carbohydrates and what is and what is not considered the the best way to consume to consume carbohydrates and whether or not carbohydrates should actually even be added into your diet your ketogenic diet dun 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 so again let me welcome Lydia and Renee to this panel of conversation as we talk about our experiences so so we hoo ha ha um <laughs> So what we're what, so what we're gonna do is we're just gonna talk about our experiences and then we're gonna see how that's relevant to you as well as how you can actually make this work. So first, let me go ahead and lay the foundation here. As a keto, as a person who's following a ketogenic diet, I no longer am following a ketogenic diet, though I am a ketogenic living certified coach. That doesn't mean that I disagree with the ketogenic diet. It only means that I got to a point where I I healed my body, uh, at least where I wanted to heal it with a ketogenic diet. So I didn't need it anymore. And I started utilizing other means to control my or to enjoy my food and how I ate. And that meant increasing carbohydrates. On a normal ketogenic diet, a person to start, just to start, would start off with 20 total, 20 total carbs. And some of you are probably screaming, 20 total carbs? No, it's 20 net. Well, that's not. (laughs) It's 20 total carbs, unless you guys are also subtracting the fiber. But guess what? If you are subtracting the fiber from your carbohydrates, then that is net carbs. You're talking net. So total carbs is all of the carbs, period. That's what it is. That's how many grams there are. If you do net carbs, net carbs are, you can, this is when you start playing with your math because then you're subtracting fiber and then you are possibly subtracting sugar, uh, sugar alcohols, or maybe you're subtracting half of the sugar alcohols. And then that just gets too fuzzy. So either it's 20 total carbs or it's 20 net carbs, but based on the 20 net carbs versus total carbs, you could be, you could be eating a substantially larger amount of carbohydrates in your diet. Now, Olivia and Renee, First of all, I want to go ahead and talk about the fact that carbohydrates, in any given situation, carbohydrates are not the devil. Can we both agree? Can we all yes. three agree? Yeah, I agree. Okay, because that's the one thing that you're going to hear. Well, that's the one thing that I understood that carbohydrates were the devil. And, you know, on a ketogenic diet, <laughs> that's necessary. Not to call them the devil because all food comes from the Lord. And he gave it, right? And he gave it to us. He gave us this food so that way we can eat. But we, in our wisdom, in our human wisdom, decided that we were going to change the way food was made. We decided to add things, add things, modify, subtract things. And so now we have, we no longer have this perfect food that we had at the beginning. So now when we talk about carbohydrates, we're not only talking about the carbohydrates that grow from the ground or in the tree or any of those things, or, you know, or now we're talking also about processed and refined carbohydrates. And do you guys know what processed and refined carbohydrates are? Um, 
I'm guessing the processed ones are the ones that people made, man-made, like, well, not really completely made, but they messed up a lot. And then the yeah, refined, refined, I forgot the, I'm guessing it's normal without any modification. No artificial stuff in it. Or at least not totally artificial. Okay. Uh, you had it partially right, Olivia, but on the second part, you didn't. So we're talking about. Um, so there are carbohydrates. There are just regular carbohydrates. We're talking cabbage, beets, potatoes, sweet potatoes. Corn is not in the mix. Corn has been genetically modified, unfortunately. And yeah. so the the real form of corn, we probably would never know what it looks like anymore. Same thing Why with. Oh, well, that's a that's a whole rabbit hole that I'm not going to jump into right now because I want to stay on topic. But if you look at the genetic the genetic modification of corn, you can see where actually it came from and where it is now. But corn is also a genetically modified uh, food. Unfortunately, you can find organic, but it's very hard to. Um, but also not some natural carbohydrates would also be bananas and pears, apples, Wait, mangoes. That was, that was which one? That was complex? No, just carbohydrates. Oh, okay. We're not talking <laughs> complex. We're not talking simple. We're not talking starches. We're just talking carbohydrates because we have to understand, first of all, as a keto, if you're following a ketogenic diet, then yes, of course, you're going you're gonna to eat the lower glycemic carbohydrates to begin. I say, of course, but maybe you don't know this. As someone following a ketogenic diet, you're not going to eat the starchier vegetables or the starchier root vegetables or what what have you. That includes carrots, by the way, even though carrots, if you were to look at it, you wouldn't think necessarily that they would be something unbeneficial. Carrots? I mean, I mean the rabbits eat it. So. The rabbits eat it, but if you're on a ketogenic diet, you're on the diet because you're dealing with a metabolic disorder, yeah. which, which like usually... Rabbits. Right, not like rabbits. Rabbits don't usually are not usually dealing with diabetes unless they're eating genetically modified food. Oh, I think uh, they do eat that. But yeah, the carrots are the genetically maybe, modified maybe, food. Maybe rabbits not, but a lot of animals like they get stuff like what well, we all know and and and, and the anabolics and all that stuff. Yeah, the steroids. Steroids. Oh. They, uh, well, sure. Yeah. yeah, they get stuff too. Uh, but if you're gonna find an animal in the wild, you're not going to just walk around and see them. Buff like the rock. Exactly. And you're, all, you're also not going to see them eat. If you find the animal in the wild and they're not eating genetically modified food that we grew and then threw them into that space, then they're eating regular normal foods. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. And that's what we have to look at. Yeah, we look at a lot of animal models, but in the end, we have to look at our we have fashion. to look at we have to look at the human fashion. <laughs> and so we have to look at the human body and with a ketogenic diet. Hey, Bear, I like your new scar. Back to the ketogenic <laughs> diet. What the what there what the rule is is 20 total carbs. Or for those of you who need more, 20 net carbs. We'll be right back. Oh no, babe. Again? Uh, I, I, I you know, I couldn't help it. I know, but they can't help it looking at me. Oh, I don't. I don't know what to do. It's all the time. <laughs> it's all. It's all the time. <laughs> it's kind of frustrating because I mean, I can. I can. I don't mind, but they're looking at me. I know. I know. Just don't move. Yeah, don't move. Yeah, don't move. If you move, then it's gonna. The air is gonna be shifting. It's gonna go everywhere. Yeah, but you're moving because you think you gotta stay with me, and you're moving away from me. <laughs> Just stay with me. 
Hey guys, having a problem with your gas? Are you passing gas, sometimes unexpectedly, sometimes very rancidly, in public places, at home, in the private, or in public? Are you downing much, much, much Beano in the hopes of getting rid of that problem? Are you taking indigestives? It's not the way. It's not your gassy, it's not your vegetables. There's something going on with your gut, and there's only one thing we can do about it. It's fix it. Schedule a free health assessment, a discovery call, so that way we can figure out what's going on and get you right back on track. Babe! I ain't moving. Oh! Okay, and we are back. Thank you so much for that. Listening to the beautiful advertisement. Hope you enjoyed it. Now, we are back, and like I said, and now we're going to shift gears a bit because we set the foundation, how many carbohydrates that are normally used. Now, we only, we're only talking about carbohydrates, but just for reference, um, the, the, uh, the percentage of how you would eat a ketogenic meal in general, this is not bio-individualized. This is in general. It is 75% fat, 20% protein, and 5% carbohydrates. Okay, so now we've got that established. All right, so now, we're, like I said, we're switching gears, and we're going to talk about the type of carbohydrates that we would eat while we were on while we were on the ketogenic diet, because as I was on a ketogenic diet, the family was on the ketogenic diet because they just supported me and Solidarity. they, yeah, they really did. They supported me and they didn't fight me. They just wanted to see me get healthy. And that was the most important thing. Yep. So what are some of the things, Olivia, if you can remember, instead of what we ate, let's first go with the things that you missed. Okay. What were some of the, um, carbohydrates that you miss. Now, let me go ahead and set the caveat, guys. I didn't make her not eat <laughs> the things, but I didn't buy them either. Is that right, Olivia? Yeah. And <laughs> I also wanted to really follow it strictly. Yeah. I really try. <laughs> so I was like, well, mama's doing it. I'm going to do it. Because like we always did that. Yeah, Whenever we did. mama did a, a crash diet, a crash I diet. did it with her because yeah. like that's just what we did. That was like work on hey did you have that one egg yeah exactly and the hot dog <laughs> and the hot dog and the cottage cheese <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh what was that the way it was the surgery diet or something military or some kind diet. of military diet yeah now and i want to also set this caveat uh or caveat. Uh, set the um the clarity the keto diet is not a crash diet the keto diet is actually something that you can follow along with if you are monitoring yourself and you're not just following the 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 scheme that is um, set up. When I say scheme, I mean the 75, 20, and 5. You really have to follow what's best for you, but we'll get into that. But just to clarify that the keto di the ketogenic diet is not a crash diet, just because we were talking and laughing about the military diet. But there were so many more, weren't there? Yeah. We were counting calories. Remember, I would never let you eat. Um, I taught you about calories, though. Yeah, and you taught me about portion sizing as well. I yeah. Remember like you said, like I love hot Cheetos. That's one of my favorite favorite foods. Mm -hmm. And um, when we were like, <laughs> like when you were doing, I don't know what you were doing actually. It's true confessions just, now, guys. <laughs> yeah, 
you were like really portioning portion sizing it and you know no one really portion sizes chips no like who does that i mean they put it on the bag they say on the bag portion size so so yeah it's like three chips you're like hey that's like 100 grams of fat or whatever and then it's like three chips but anyway uh, um, exactly exactly <laughs> yeah i remember that i thought that was hilarious and well not at the time but i think it's hilarious now. yeah there i do go. too i do too thinking back on it, i remember i would get have would have ziploc bags and we yes. would literally you portion put it in out the drawer. yes every every day i could have one like like a small portion of hot cheetos yeah it was all separated like... into ziploc bags so she could just take one <laughs> but you know what you guys also i was living was on good, though yeah the portion sizing was good the portion size worked i mean it worked double because like i wasn't the richest person I was making more money than I make now, but I wasn't the richest person either. So we also did divide, dividing the dividing the snacks and things to control how much went out. And so that was also a good thing. But really, it was about the calories. It was about the calories because, as you know, calories are the only things that matter. She said with sarcasm. <laughs> just in case you couldn't see her face with uh, sarcasm and you know on the ketogenic diet i can i can attest to the fact that calories do not matter much i used to tell olivia calories don't matter at all but you know the more and more you eat you, yeah yeah right but if you eat the proper foods if you eat the nutrient dense foods that are provided to you or that are suggested to you following the ketogenic diet, then the calories don't necessarily matter because your body self-regulates. But I did get way off topic, even though we did giggle a lot about the the <laughs> portion sizes. But like you said, you missed the chips. Yes. And I have to admit, you all, that I missed refried beans like hardcore. I was like, beans! Oh my gosh! Corn. I, I was so it, I was yearning for corn. Yeah. And I didn't even have it that often in the first place. Right. But it was just because I couldn't have it. Indeed. <laughs> you I know. was like, <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Those, missing those things. And you know, funny enough, all of those are starches, but there was starchier uh, types of uh, carbohydrates, uh, vegetables. But what what were some other things? Well, pot, but what, did we have potatoes? I don't no, we didn't have. Potatoes. Nope. Yeah, that was something I would have always missed. <laughs> yeah, that was sure. that used to be a staple in our household. We would always have at least one to, one to two uh two what five pound bags of potatoes that we would always cook up. You know, make goulash or potato mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes, things, potatoes, potato pancakes, hash browns, eggs, um, uh, eggs and, and potatoes, eggs and potatoes, sausage. Yeah, exactly. All of the things we would do all of that, um, and that was fine when we weren't realizing that I had a metabolic syndrome. <laughs> we'll talk more about metabolic syndrome on a different on a different episode, perhaps uh, episode 51. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. But the whole point is that my body could not process carbohydrates the way they should, um, the way it should. I'm not, I don't have two bodies, I only have one. But my body could not process carbohydrates the way that it should. And I, I kind of explained to you all, not when I say I kind of, like I did episodes upon episodes upon episodes as to why the body cannot metabolize. <laughs> why the body cannot metabolize uh, carbohydrates. And really it's about inflammation. Yes. I said Inflammation. It. I said it. And then she said it too. <laughs> and she startled me. But <laughs> it is. It's a it's a lot has to do with inflammation. And why where does the inflammation come from? Well, you can listen to that podcast. podcast. 
So back to the carbohydrates, the things that we missed. Um, yeah, I drooled and missed those, um, those beans. I missed corn tortillas. Of course, if I look back now on the corn tortilla, like would I make corn tortillas like all the time now? No. Would I buy them if I could here? Because the corn tortillas that are here are not necessarily what I would call authentic corn tortillas, which I had <laughs> in yeah in California, <laughs> which you could also probably call not authentic, but it's closer to Mexico than here. So <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> yeah. What were what were the Mexican restaurant uh, 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 grocery stores that we would go to? La Vallarta. La Vallarta and La Mercado um, La Mercado Latino. Really, I don't know. Yeah, that. El Mercado La El Latino El El Mercado Latino. Well, they closed down and the Vallarta bought them out. But yeah, <laughs> but capitalism. Wait, well, hey, if you're gonna close down, you gotta take over. People need you. Um, but indeed, those were the kind of things, and that's some things I could not find here, so it made it easier for me not to buy. However, the carbohydrates were still there, and you know, during a ketogenic diet, especially at the very beginning, you want to limit very much your carbohydrates because you are trying to reset your carb intake. You're well. How I teach the ketogenic diet approach to those who are either a type two, take two uh, program uh, client or those who truly actually want to be on the ketogenic diet is I teach you to reset your, your insulin receptors. And then we slowly increase how much we find your true carb tolerance after that. But that's are not- Are you listening to this guy? This is like free, co- like free, uh, what's it called? Like- Information. Yeah, information. <laughs> and this you're is not gold. Using it. This is gold. But what what you will find in general, because I'm not saying that coaches don't do this, but if you're just going off the net and finding your way that way, then you are not. You're you're probably not doing this. Maybe you are. Congratulations. I'm excited for you. But if you aren't, that's why I am explaining to you what I do. But what I did when I was following the program, and of course I was following the the wonderful, the great Thomas DeLauer off of YouTube. He wasn't my coach, but he was my coach. No shirt. Yeah, no shirt. <laughs> he wasn't my personal coach, but he did the group coaching by having a YouTube channel, and that's how he did it. Now, we'll be right back to show to explain what carbohydrates would be best for those of you who are following a ketogenic diet, the general approach, and then the ketogenic diet the ultimate keto approach my approach be right back this second type to take to uh sponsor is brought to you by my good friend i care virtual services lori barnett with lori barnett she offers general administrative virtual assistant services for small businesses nonprofits, and community leaders. But that's not all. She's also a communications coach and she assists those with autism and other forms of communication barriers to be able to communicate what they need to so that they know that they're heard. If you are more, if you are interested in what Lori Barnett could do, please check out her services at www.icarevirtualservices.com. Or you can email her at lori.icarevirtualservices at gmail.com. That's lori, L-O-R-I, dot I care, I-C-A-R-E, 
virtualservices at gmail.com. Check her out. It's more than worth your time to see how she can help you and your loved ones get to a, a greater place of peace and communication one with another. That is I Care Virtual Services, Virtual Assistance, and Virtual Coaching. All right, so we're breaking this down to simple. I was talking to Lydia during that break, and she was explaining that it was a bit sciencey. And you know, you guys, remember I said, I'm going to come with the science. Oh my gosh, it's going to be nerdy, but you're going to love it. Maybe, love maybe, it. maybe you don't love it right now. Maybe you're not loving it. So let's, let's help you to love it. Carbohydrates on a ketogenic diet, yay or nay? Well, we know that you need, it should be 20 total carbs, right? That's the one part yes, that we know. Okay. Yay. yay. We know that when I was uh, leading you through the ketogenic diet, actually, the funny thing is, is that with Renee, I didn't lead him. I tried to lead him through the ketogenic diet, but he was like, you know what? I don't want to be doing all this counting stuff. And you know, maybe you all don't want to be doing all this counting stuff. It. It, <laughs> then that may be one of the things, you know, counting your macros your my, my macronutrients, that is your total fat, your total protein, and your total um, yeah, carbohydrates. But you, but you do have to understand, and you're right about what you said up front, but I have to uh, I have to do a lot of measurements and a lot of thinking. Well, sure. I have to, I have to calculate how much uh, units of insulin I shoot. And then I also have to calculate the food intake I do. So like, oh, this is so much this, and this is so much this. You do it once, you do it twice, the first time, like, okay, I'm just hungry. I'm gonna eat. Okay. About it. <laughs> well, yeah, indeed. Well, that's what I was gonna give you props on and explain. You want to give me props? Well, yeah, I Go was. Oh wow, you made me <laughs> lose my train of thought. So maybe I'll just bypass. Um, but <laughs> but but what I was gonna say is, you know, maybe counting is not for you, and that's exactly what happens. A lot of times, you you don't want to be focusing on all the numbers. You just want to eat. There were times when I just wanted to eat. But because I knew I was trying to heal my diabetes or reverse my di- my my blood sugar dysregulation, that I did it because I said, you know, it's either this or dying. Because my nurse told me I was dying. And I said, that's enough. I can't anymore. So when- you may wonder, well, hey, what about intuitive eating? Why don't you just intuitive eat? Well, mama has an answer to that. Well, yeah, now I do. Um, so you can intuitively eat, but first you need to actually know what foods do what to you, which is why on the type two take two program that I offer to the, to my clients, for example, we are all testing our blood sugars after we eat because you're supposed to do it anyway. That's what your nurse tells you to do or your dietitian tells you to do. So that way you can know what food is affecting you, but we take it one step further. So that way we know what affects your blood sugar and what uh, spikes your your glucose over 130, 140 max for over an hour and a half, two hours. And if it goes to three hours, like, oh my word, we do all those testing. So that way we can say, okay, not right now, but we have specialized foods that we choose that we have a list of that you all can, you know, get the shopping list, make your own meals, you know, keep the polyunsaturated fats out. What is that? Vegetable oil, canola oil, or as Lydia loves, corn oil, <laughs> all the oxidized oils that spoil in the gut, um, that actually destroy 
that cluster your cells, that destroy your cells, that prevents the insulin receptors from kicking in, collecting all that glucose that is just sitting there <laughs> waiting for you to be sucked into the mitochondria cell. Okay, I know I'm going back to science. What I'm saying is this. All of those damaged cells, all of those damaged oils damage your cells. But you know this because we talked about this on the on the oh, overview podcast. about diabetes, on the overview of diabetes <laughs> and what it does. So back to the counting. Maybe you're tired of counting. Maybe you don't want to count, but that's what you do when you're on a ketogenic diet. You're counting. And then once you know what food does to you, then you can begin slowly intuitively eating because you know what it does to you but unless you have the unless you have the data then you don't know what is going to work and what does it and that's why you follow and count your your macros and you make sure that you're journaling and figuring things out now Olivia, we said that we were going to discuss um we were going to discuss the normal quote unquote normal uh, ketogenic way. And then the way I do ketogenics. And I think I kind of touched on the way that I teach people to do, uh, the follow the ketogenic lifestyle because it's not my, it's not my, it is not my, um, idea intention. Thank you for you to follow the ketogenic diet forever. No, not at all. Because I want you to expand because food was made to be eaten and for crying out loud, I can't stand it. And I'm going to say it again. No, food guilt. guilt none none of that and i found that as i was following the ketogenic diet though it was very helpful and it did exactly what i needed to do the ketogenic sphere was maybe not so much and there was a lot of food guilt in the community the sphere the whole sphere the community i'm calling this i was calling the sphere but okay, oh, okay sure sorry. the community <laughs> is, is that's good enough what I'm saying is it was kind of difficult to follow because there were keto police and that's okay because they're just trying to help. But sometimes when you are following the generic plan of the ketogenic lifestyle, then you are pretty much saying that you, if you're saying you're ketogenic, if you're saying you're ketogenic, like you're saying you're Christian, no, you follow the ketogenic lifestyle and you are a Christian. That's the way that works. Or you're a Christ follower, which makes you Christian, little Christian, um, which was prior to all of the positive before it became negative again. It was actually a, a negative thing that we were, that people were called, oh, you're a Christian. Oh, funky, disgusting. Yuck. And then it was yay. And now it's yuck again. I am, but this is what I do. Welcome to Health Coaching 101. You know, once in a while, you know, I'll get in there with some scripture and I'll get in there with some Bible and some background. But what I'm saying is this. With the ketogenic diet and the general scheme of the ketogenic diet, there are a certain amount of carbohydrates that you can eat and the certain types of carbohydrates you can eat. And there are plenty of times when we wanted pasta, right, babe? Yeah. And that was not part of the scheme, was it? That was not, no. And, but what did we do instead? Do you remember some of the options that we used instead? Uh, not really. Oh my, oh, my heart is broken. If you guys are ever wondering the what kind of keto, whatever kind of ketogenic uh, options there are instead of regular pasta, you can always go to the Lucky Stove oh, sorry, YouTube channel. You I know what you and... mean now. <laughs> oh. We've had some hot oh, you, you too. Yeah, she'd be like, oh, too. I remember just the pizza. That's the best example. Well, no, I'm not talking about bad and disgusting. I'm talking about good. What were the, the good ones that the, we made? The, the great ones, like the zucchini pasta, for example. That was really good. 
was good. Yeah, Very and good. and it's just vegetable, and it, yeah, it may be higher in in starch, but it was still a better option than, you know, the highly refined and processed uh, pasta. Yeah, no, well, may I jump in? Yes, please. I just think that it's basically what, what you do in the beginning when you start doing keto, or or, or when you're trying to find um, replacements, you search and you experiment. That's what you do, right? Because you come up with a lot of stuff that's really good. I found out because I, I I never dislike keto food. I love keto food. Because mm-hmm. usually, to me, it tasted better than the normal food I ate. That's funny but true. Yeah, but there are agree. also, <laughs> well, there are also indeed there's some things that look so nice, man. And then you take a bite and you'd be like, okay, I'm gonna pretend I'm just having something, but I got to leave here and spit it out somewhere. You guys can watch the nasty pizza episode oh, of of our YouTube channel on the Lucky yeah. Stove. And that pizza looked good, huh? <laughs> yeah, it looked bomb. Yeah. Sorry, off so, the track again. No, okay. it's okay. We'll see. Now you have two different sides of what the ketogenic diet looks like. Some people will find it delicious and some of the foods delicious. But if you're not utilizing the proper ingredients, which you do have to buy specific ingredients to make this work for you, if you want things like bread that feels like bread, tastes like bread, those things like bread, pasta, you can always use zucchini. You can use a, a, a vegetable um, peeler, so they call it, to um, to make uh, the strands of pasta, for example. Olivia got one of those for me for my birthday Christmas. or Christmas or Mother's Day, something. Because I love kitchen gadgets. And Olivia got it for me. And I was able to peel the zucchini. And it was fantastic. And I did that from then on. And we made our zucchini pasta. Another pasta that we used, or another object we used for pasta, was funny enough, cabbage. What color was that cabbage that was so strong and we were able to use it as a pasta? Was it a bit purple? No, you didn't like the purple one. Was it a green one? It was positively green. Positively green. What was it again? Cabbage, coal. Oh, oh yeah, I would have known it was green. I don't like that one. Uh, Well, when you had sauce on it, you didn't uh, didn't disagree to it. No, I will eat it, but you asked me if I really like it. Well, no, I said, which one did we use? Oh, yeah. And so there's another thing. Lydia enjoyed that one. Renee didn't like that one. So it comes to, we're talking about what foods are acceptable in a a common ketogenic uh, eating plan. Those were some of the foods that were acceptable and are lower carbohydrate. But as for me and my house and my clients, we go a little step further. Like I said, we test our blood sugar with the foods that we eat. We first go low. We go low carb. Those of those who actually want to follow ketogenics, I I actually dissuade people from following keto for weight loss purposes because I don't want them to be stressing themselves out about for weight loss. If they're doing it to heal their body, that's what we're doing. So can the the question is, hey, I'm keto. Can I eat carbs? Yeah, of course you can. Of course you can eat carbohydrates. Yes. Now, how many carbs can I eat? Well, it depends on. How much your body can metabolize. If you can, yeah. So if you can only eat 20 net carbs, 20 total carbs right now as a normal ketogenic, uh, following the, 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 the rubric, that's the word. Oh my word. And I never even used that word, but it finally came to me. Thank you, Lord. The rubric then great. But when you're ready to get bio-individualized, that's where your coach comes in. That's where you come in. You test it yourself. You check to see how your body is doing. Or you use a CGM. No, I'm not affiliated. No, I don't use one myself. And then you can test to see how your blood sugar is being affected by the carbohydrates. So you do not have to live 
in food guilt. And you certainly don't have to be afraid of carbohydrates. And you certainly don't have to hide in the bathroom and flush the toilet while you're eating something that is not necessarily keto. Oh, was I the only one? <laughs> I thought I was. Well, was I going to close the door, didn't I? <laughs> so, hey, I'm keto. Can I eat carbs? Yes. How many carbs can you eat? It's based on your bioindividuality. How do you know? You test your blood sugar. What what carbohydrates are good for me and what ones are not? Well, you got to test your blood sugar. Well, how do I test my blood sugar? You got to get a glucose monitor. And where can I find a glucose monitor? Rite Aid, Walgreens. What are the other ones, Olivia? Um, Finding at your local pharmacy or your your local, uh, um, what do they call those? The Walgreens is, is it a pharmacy? It's a pharmacy, I think. Uh, crowdfought. Yeah. What else is a what else is a um a place where you can get vitamins and things and such, but is more like a pharmacy. Like the special like side of the grocery store. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I'm just thinking what else. I don't know if you can find it at a health store. You could look around and see, but you could definitely. I believe I just say definitely, but I believe you could even probably find it at Walmart. But the point is this: if you want to know how many carbohydrates you can eat, you don't wait. First of all, get yourself a coach. Get yourself a coach who's going to help you help you get through it. If you're not going to get yourself a coach, that's fine. Don't. But what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to test your blood sugar. Check your baseline, what your blood sugar is before you eat the meal. Wait an hour and a half. Test your blood sugar. See how it is. Check it after an hour to an hour and a half. Check your blood sugar after an hour, after eating the food, and then check it after an hour and a half to two hours after eating that food. See how your blood sugar uh, is. If it's still high above 130 to 140, then you know that that food for you it's right no now good. is no good. Thank you, it babe. seems to summarize that you need a test to make sure everything matches for you, and if it doesn't work for your body, just don't eat it. Yet. Yet. Because you can work on it until you can't eat it. Exactly. Food is good. Uh, Unless God you're allergic. Exactly. Unless you're allergic to it, then don't eat it because you're going to die. <laughs> and with that, I want to thank you. I know this is not necessarily the format that I was bringing to you as of last week, but hey, this is getting long <laughs> and we need to stop. So let's, let's, maybe we can hit it really quick. Diet. Okay. So let's talk. Diet. Let's talk about diet. What can you do to um, increase your, well, we already did. Diet is taking care of carbohydrates. Test. Keep on testing. Right, Olivia? Test. Test. Okay. Exercise. What can you do? After after you eat, you can always take a walk because walking is that steady state cardio that will help you to break down the carbohydrates in your body a lot faster and it will keep your glucose spikes at a minimum. Let's see here. Stress. What can you do about the stress? One, you could pray, right, babe? Yeah. You could always pray. What else can earthing. you? You could do what, Olivia? Earthing. You can do earthing, but if the sun is, say, for example, it's nighttime, then the sun is not shining, and but you can still earth because it's a, it's enjoyable. It's a one to be. It's a great way to be reconnected. You could also read a book. Read a book. You can write down how you felt about the meal. What you could do differently. Uh, not not to be corrective, but what you liked and what you didn't like about it. Um, stress, uh, toxins, toxins. Get those 
polyunsaturated fatty acids. What are we talking? We're talking canola oil, vegetable oil. We're talking corn oil. oil. (laughs) Fish oil, yay. No, fish oil is not a toxin. And speaking of, well, we'll use that one for last. Thank you for reminding me, dear. Okay, so that that those are some of the toxins that you can get out to help your cells reach to energize and accept those carbohydrates into your body at a better rate and break them down metabolically better. Um, let me see. That was uh, toxins. Rest. You can always take some time to rest. Take some time to just breathe. Take some time to just slow down. Like I was talking about last week. Inhale from the gut. I hope you guys have been letting your gut hang out. Have you been letting your gut hang out? Oh my word. I've been letting my gut hang out. We should be the gut, gut hangout crew. But let your gut hang out and take deep breaths. Five seconds in. Five seconds out. <laughs> and you will, one, stop toxifying the air as much because you won't be sucking in and kicking out carbon dioxide at a higher, um, higher rate. But you also slow down your stress response, or rather you'll, you'll better fine tune your stress response. So that way it's not so bad. So that was rest. How about, uh, emotional balance? Take the time to remember that the food is not your enemy. It was a gift from God and you should be able to enjoy it. And that just means maybe there are some things that you cannot eat right now, but you can definitely eat them later with work. You have to do the work, popping a pill and then eating whatever you want is not the key. Okay supplements. Just like Renee said, fish oil, fish oil, fish oil, omega-3s. Get that fish oil in because it will help heal your cells. And don't worry. They took the fishy taste off of it. They added uh, a pink <laughs> orange, but it will still make you puke. The, if you choo- choose the omega three fish oil that works best with your taste buds. You may have to trial and error, but I promise but not that. Just the liquid one, though. But you can also take a capsule if you choose. You can also go to equal.life and choose a omega-3 omega three fishy yeah. fish capsule. There's some capsules that smell really good, too. Okay, now, su- uh, success. You have to have positive mindset to know that this is going to work. You have to see that it's going to work believe that it's going to work. See it in your mind, visualize that it's going to work. Believe that it's going to work. Speak it out loud that that this is going to work and then do it and then do it. Follow through. From a coaching perspective, coach's perspective, what would we do? I would actually do exactly what I'm telling you to do right now. This is what I would tell you to do. And we could probably test your HbA1c to check to see how your blood sugar is to see if that's actually a problem. We could check your ketones and see if you're actually growing or uh, building uh, uh, ketones within your body. Your um, what else? I would recommend. Um, yeah, that's probably. I would test. I would help you test and see where we would go from there. And then see if there are any food sensitivities. We do a food sensitivity test and see if there are foods that would be actually uh, affecting you to increase. That increases your blood sugar, which could be more on the side of glu- of your carbohydrates. Because if so, we can cut those out for now and then slowly add them back in. Six weeks, six, uh, six weeks, 12 weeks, six months. There you have it, folks. Yes, there you have it. 
Whew. Now, that was our podcast for today. What is it? Hey, I'm Keto. Let's talk about that. Uh, no. It was, hey, I'm Keto. Can I eat carbs? Thanks for joining us and have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye. Thank you very much for joining us here at Type 2 Take 2 Diabetes and Health Podcast. We do want to remind you that we are not doctors and we do not play them on TV. So if you have a question that is medically grounded, please contact your provider so that way they can give you the best information that they have. However, if you have any questions concerning your health or how to get to the root cause of your problem, feel free to message us and we'll be glad to assist you on your journey to a brighter and happier, healthy life. Once again, we are not doctors. We cannot treat, we cannot diagnose, and we certainly cannot cure. But we can surely help you get to where you want to be healthfully. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful day.